there is not a wilder group of people than a group of mothers. And that's true. I have actual evidential proof of this. Field studies can prove this is absolutely true. I need you to hear how his wife is now acting with his with her new group of mom friends and decide, like, does he need to step in or is this really none of his business? Today with a new Ask My Mom on the podcast. Hello. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yes, we, uh, let's see, first things first, today's the 9th of August, and that's crazy, by the way, what? Or the 9th of August. Um, we're a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I just asked my mom before we started recording if she's dying. Um, she's <laughs> giving me some telltale signs that her life, at least as I know it, is coming to an end. And mm-hmm. it's concerning. I mean, you're doing like the opposite of like what you have done for so long that uh-huh. it does bring up a smidge of concern. Mm-hmm. Over the last couple of weeks, how many things have you actually given to the thrift shop versus taken from the thrift shop? Ooh. <laughs> well, I, I took out 40 books today. Yeah. Um, I probably, in the last two weeks, I've probably given away 50 or 60 things. That's like, for my mom, y'all, that's a lot. <laughs> like, the mom that I know, and this is why it was concerning to me, is because mm-hmm. the mom that I know literally will only would only go thrift shopping two, three days out of the week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And bring all kind of nonsense into the house. Mm-hmm. So why is it now that you're that you're getting rid of all this garbage that you brought in the first place? <laughs> it makes me feel like you're dying. It makes me feel like you know something I don't know. And then like mm-hmm. I am dying. Every day that I live, I'm dying, and so are you. <laughs> I just, what's, what's, what's happened? What's come over you? Cause I feel like well, this is not normal. Well, you know, I was talking to my friend Margot a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about all of our stuff. You know, yeah. we'd love to send pics of stuff that we buy and all that. Yeah. But this time we were having this conversation about what's going to happen to all this stuff. Like our kids don't want it. My kids don't want it, and somebody's going to have to move it. <laughs> and Jim and I may make another move before we die, too, and we may have to deal with it. Well, this is so, what I told my mom is like, it, none of this stuff means anything to us. Like, we'll go through yeah. because my, there's, my mom does have stuff that she's had forever, right? Yes. Yes. And then she has a bunch of crap that she bought, too. And <laughs> we're going to have a hard time deciding what's actually memorable and what's mm-hmm. just thrift shop junk, you know? Yeah. You'll have to have an estate sale and have someone come in here that knows what things I'm, are worth. I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that already sounds exhausting. So I'm probably... <laughs> well, they do all the work and I think they take a percentage of the proceeds. But Yeah, I just, I don't you know. know. That's the smartest thing to do, really, because I'm not going to clear out my house. And only save things that you all like. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> That'd be nice, though. We could. We'd really appreciate that. If you it don't would mind. be pretty minimal at that point. I don't know. I'm watching you. I'm just watching your actions right now. Um, see what you're up to. Let me uh, let me give you this really quick. This is something you can think about this podcast because I don't want you to ever think you walk away with this podcast with nothing. Mm. I saw this on TikTok talking about the things that you should never touch in a hotel room. There's a oh, woman no. that uh, she was a oh, former no. hotel worker. 
Uh, if you ever want to follow her, she's at underscore sour queen. And she reveals things that based on her experience, she would never touch or use in a hotel room. And I, can you guess mom? I'm going to yes. do the top three and you just tell me, I'm going to see if we can get any of these right. What do you think? Okay. I think first of all, it's any glassware. Don't drink out of it. Yup. That's it. Coffee yep. potter glassware. She said mm-hmm. that the, the, the housekeeping just rinses these things out in the mm-hmm. bathroom sink usually and then dries them off with the same rag that's used to clean the rest of the room with. So oh. all of like the cleaning spray, everything else, mm-hmm. don't use the glassware. It's disgusting. No, don't do it. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remote control. Not the remote. It's not on there. Um, oh, that's try a again. It was that good though. It's nasty. it's good. It seems like it'd be disgusting. Other things not to touch. Um, Anything else come to mind? Well, think about toilet, our hotel stay the, and what did you not want to touch in New York? Oh God, I didn't want to touch anything in there. <laughs> um, anything on the floor? The floor would be nasty. All right, I'll just give you these ice bucket. She says that. Oh, no, I don't. Use people that. use them as 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 water dishes for their pets and whatnot. Ah. And that she's seen guests do much worse things to them that she doesn't even want to talk about. So mm. don't use the ice bucket. Mm. Also, bedspreads. She insists oh, yeah. that she would so, never, ever, ever touch them. She says that mm. folks that take them off the bed, you know, the minute, or she said to take them off the bed the minute you get in there. She claims they only get washed once a year, if that. <gasps> really? And unless there is a, a visible stain on them, so unless somebody's basically bled, puke, pissed, or shit on <laughs> them, uh, they do not get washed for an entire year. Ooh, so, nasty. I don't think about this kind of stuff. We, we walk into hotel rooms and like we just feel like we're in the lab. I mean, I, this probably has to be some of the nicer hotels too. I'm sure they're not putting in the nice – they're just trying to make it look clean. They're not necessarily uh-huh. trying to clean oh, the yeah. room. You know? Yeah, they're better at covering it up. Um, she said, does that, I will say this TikTok, she does say it's not every hotel, mm-hmm. not all of them are disgusting, but she warns you that things are not as clean as you think they are mm-hmm. and don't blame housekeeping. She said, it's usually not, it's, uh, usually not the maids going out of their way to make these rooms disgusting. We're just doing as we're trained to do and told to do what, you know, what's, what's said to do mm-hmm. anyway, you know, mm-hmm. so you can't really get mad at them, but mm-hmm. ugh, I don't know. Have you ever seen that? I don't know what it, where it was, but where they put that light on the bedspread that can show you all the no yeah i'm sure you don't want to see that stuff Ooh, that <laughs> you don't want to see that so nasty thought about doing that one time like why would i do that you know oh, no What's it's the just point? nasty just trust me it's just nasty just but think about this podcast away. next time you go to a hotel maybe that's something that will help you um <laughs> make better decisions i'm having a god-awful day this is this is like like my bad days are just are, are like peaking right now like it just they keep getting progressively worse so i told you that Jess has COVID, right? Yeah. My radio partner. So yeah. that sucks. And yeah. today's show was super stressful because I'm trying to maneuver a show from home with her, which yes. we're not really set up to do so. Um, that sucked. And so then I had to go. I'm, I'm doing basically like she's also taking Friday off. Mm. So we're also working ahead. As it was, um, oh, so we got double, we got some extra double shows to do, and then on top of that, we are. Um, uh, I, I had to run to her house after the show, which whatever, it's just adding time to the day. Come home today. There's a a water leak in my uh, laundry room. Oh no! Like in the ceiling, like not my unit, but above me. There's a water oh, leak. No. So I literally, I saw it and I acted like I didn't see it. Because I was so it was like two o'clock and I was like I can't oh. I just can't deal with this right now. You didn't can't even deal put with a this. bucket down. 
No, it's not. It's not physically leaking, but it was wet and it was like it had like brown oh. stains. And I was oh, like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. it's coming." I literally was just like, "I can't deal with this." So I just went to bed, <laughs> like any adult, any good <laughs> oh, adult. <geez. laughs> I was like, "I'm, I'll deal with this. It ain't gonna be any leakier by the time I get done with this." So Ooh. I'll have to deal with this later. Woke up from my nap, um, hit up my landlord. Said, "Hey, by the way, you know things leaking, and had to deal with maintenance coming up here to look at it, y'all." I have not heard back from my CPA at time of recording. I'm literally now today's the eighth that we're recording this. This is due to them by the 17th. I've got nine days mm-hmm. to get this back. Now, if you're new to our podcast, I apparently owe $556,000 to the IRS. My CPA left off the sale of my home. Um, and some, a few other things off of my 2020 taxes. And, so they're like, where's the money? And my CPA is like, don't worry, I'll handle it. But he is the most non-responsive human on the face of the planet. So mm-hmm. I sent him all the information the first time. And he did, apparently didn't send it back to them to actually fix it. So now I, he's like, don't worry, I've got it. Like when I say, hey, I just got to notice I owe 556000 Because now they're adding on accuracy fees of mm-hmm. like 20%. They're adding on late fees. Because this money is is due, so like the five fifty six is nowhere near what I actually owe in the first place. But because mm-hmm. of all these extra fees, it's just getting higher and higher and worse and worse. Mm. So now that I'm down to nine days, I I literally like y'all it, like Friday. Literally Friday, I sent this man an email and I said, "Listen, I need this fixed." Like you and I've had a working relationship now for ten years. It's gone pretty smooth, and I don't want that to change. You know, I don't want to have to think that we have a bad relationship. So just. Mm-hmm. I need an update on what's happening with this. Mm-hmm. He does respond. He said, I'll have something to you by tomorrow. Now this is Friday. I thought Saturday was kind of weird. So mm-hmm. whatever. I let the weekend go. I was like, you know what? Like I'm gonna let the weekend go by Saturday rolled around. Nothing happened. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get in touch with him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. See how this goes. So today wake up, wait till the show is over. It's about, about noon. I give him you know, the whole morning to like mm-hmm. get in touch with me about something. Nothing. And so then I text him and I'm like, I, I email him and I waited like two hours, no response. I text him. I'm like, I need a response to this. And I'm like, now I'm panicked because now I'm down to mm-hmm. a, literally a week. By the time you're listening to this, it's a week until I owe mm-hmm. the IRS $556,000. And I, um, I, so then I'm like, you know what? Fuck. Like, let me just call the IRS because there's oh, a number dear. on the document. I'm like, let me just call the IRS and explain the situation because maybe maybe this is like as easy as me. I, maybe I can do this at this point. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think I should have to, but like, I don't care. I'm so stressed out from this situation Mm -hmm. that I just, I need to get this done. So let me call the IRS. I call the IRS and you can imagine, I I didn't expect the IRS to be super helpful. So I call and it's like, you know, phone tree, phone tree, phone tree. Eventually Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we, you know, we're really busy right now, but we can get somebody to talk to you in, in 30 to 60 minutes. Oh God. And I'm like, all right. So, I mean, what I, I have no, I have no options at this point. Like, I've got to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes rolls around, nothing. 45 minutes rolls around, still on hold. Hour rolls around, still on hold. Hour 15 rolls around, the phone hangs up on me. <gasps> oh, God. So, I'm just like, <sighs> I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm like at ultimate maximum stress now. Like, there's just oh, too yeah. many things going on professionally, personally. Mm. I'm having like a falling out with a friend right now. I'm just like, I'm really, I'm just not, I'm not good. 
I'm really yeah. bad right now. I'm really frustrated, mm-hmm. really upset. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why everything's just coming at me at once right now, but I don't even know. Wow. Do it, so. Wow. Ugh. You don't know another accountant to consult, do you? I'm going to have to find somebody. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'm going to have much of an option here, but just to find yeah. somebody that can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know. I don't even, I, I can't, I, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even yeah. know. I don't even know. Taxes yeah. is the stupidest thing on the face of the earth. It makes no I sense. Agree. And good luck. Good luck getting this right. And like, also like, fuck you, CPA. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to be so aggressive, but like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no reason of why you should be so, y'all, I got this, I got this initial letter, I think in April. Mm-hmm. It was right, right before I went, it was right before I went to Hawaii. Right. So this was, yeah, it would have been April. It's now mm-hmm. August mm-hmm. and it's still not handled. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just. Wow. It's well, so stupid to me. Maybe someone has some advice that they can pass along. If you do, like now I'm now I'm just kind of like in crunch mode. I just, I yeah. didn't expect it to go this long and I don't know who else to contact. I don't even know what to do. I don't right. know. I just have no idea. So. Yeah. Let me give you some good news though. Okay. Try to be optimistic here for a second. Okay. Um, Kiki. Mm-hmm. Everyone's favorite dog. Yes. <laughs> At least I think she is. Everyone thinks that their, their thing is the favorite, right? Everyone thinks, like, everyone thinks that their oh, kid yeah. is the favorite, everyone's favorite kid. Like I, oh, I don't yeah. expect everyone to really love Kiki, uh, <laughs> but for some reason in my mind, I'll, all of y'all just love her and can't wait because for Kiki Because how could updates. anyone not love her? No. Have you seen her? She's freaking adorable. So like, why would she not be your favorite dog? I'm like, hello. <laughs> duh. Um, Kiki had a really good cardiology appointment. On yeah, Friday. That was now, good. I don't know if you believe in miracles or not, but I don't know what else to really call this. Like Kiki has had a heart condition. Heart, she's been in, in heart failure now um, for a little over four, about four years. And dogs aren't supposed to live past 90 days. I'm sorry, 90, no, not 90 days. Sorry. A year and a half. I meant, I meant a year and a half, 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, most dogs don't live past 18 months with heart failure. We're now in four years. Mm-hmm. And so you always go into these kind of appointments. Prepared for the prepared. worst. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't know. And she's been doing good, but I just, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I don't know how the heart works. I know about as much about dog hearts as I do about taxes. So like, I'm just no, mm-hmm. no help here. Mm-hmm. So I, um, yeah. So. I go on this appointment and got a new woman I didn't see last time. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put little Kiki down. I just want you to picture this because it's actually super cute. So they put her down like on this little operating table that has like a oh. hole in it. And they lay her down on her side and they use like a little something. I don't know. EKG maybe. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But they basically look at her heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Kiki did not, does not just plop down. <laughs> What's going I, I don't want you to think she's just like, okay, whatever you need, dad. Like I'll just lay here. <laughs> With no emotion. Just tell me when we're ready to go. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I'll be happy to oblige to this. No, she's paying the ass about it. But <laughs> she is um uh she so she's on this table, right? And they're doing that. So that's it's like super cute for some reason. I don't know why, but it's just like super cute. <laughs> then they take her off the table and they put on the world's tiniest blood pressure cuff. Oh. You know, like like oh. you would like you would see at your doctor's office when they take your blood, but it's like yeah. the world's t- oh It's like maybe gosh. maybe half an inch 
<laughs> oh my and they put it around around her wrist, and it's like I don't know. It's just it's it seems like it seems like the things you thought you would do when you were a kid and you like played with your stuffed animals. Uh-huh. It's like it's like all the stuff they're actually doing. It's I don't know. There's something very precious about this poor thing that my my dog is traumatized to do every couple of months. Um, so long story short, um, her heart actually looks better than the last time that we were there. So that's really good. She got a little bit of fluid leaking, but. Um, you know, the doctor says maybe another year, um, mm-hmm. which would then that'll be five years of heart failure, which is like, yeah, ask that's her. I was amazing. Like, she's like, it's almost unheard of. I'm like, okay, it's great. So, mm. um, so good. It's good. It's good. I just was, <laughs> tell me why there's a part of me though that was like, because as she gets older, it's just getting way more difficult. I don't want. I don't want Kiki to die. I need you to know this. I don't want Kiki no. to die. I love Kiki. She's like my favorite thing that ever that ever happened to me ever, ever, ever. Yes. But it's like it's like your grandparents. You know what I mean? Like it's like your yeah. 90 year old grandparents where you're like, like this is gonna come to an end. Like we're not mm-hmm. you're not getting any younger at this point. No one lives forever. And caring for her is just getting exponentially harder. Yeah. Because she doesn't really want to go on walks anymore. So I have to kind of like drag her through the, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, you if, if, carry if, your her squad. if a move is coming up, like moving her is going to be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she's just poops and pees all over the house. So mm-hmm. multiple times a day, I'm just cleaning up poop and pee. Mm-hmm. It's just, eh. <laughs> I know. I, I, how, I don't know how, what's, what's the feeling for that mom? What's the feeling? Cause I don't even know like how to describe that feeling. Um, just frustration. But like, I don't that, want her to die, but like, I'm ready for like no, the annoying parts to be over with. You no, know you're I mean? just frustrated that you have to deal with that. The, the $300 a month that I spend plus the <laughs> $720 I just spent at the cardiologist, like <laughs> that will be nice <laughs> when I have a little extra income that's <laughs> not being spent on pee pads, poop pads, <laughs> specialty foods, um, <laughs> spray, you know what I mean? Like, it, oh, I, yeah. I don't, that sounds terrible, but like that's, that's, if I'm being authentic and true. No, it's hard. Like, I don't think anyone would deny that about an aging dog. It's just like, man. I know it's a lot. I just, uh, that visits every month. It's just, it's just a lot. lot, But you know, I mean, she may say a year. No one knows though. No, I know. Honestly. I mean, they None said they said a year and a half, and she's on. I'm, I'm almost fearful she's going to live to twenty at this point. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I know. Um, but she had a Kiki had a very good birthday. I think I don't know. I guess um, <laughs> as far as I can tell, she had a good birthday, and uh, she's doing so really well. Cute. So, uh, all right, mom, let's get to our let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's from the wonderful Tara Brock. We may want to love other people without holding back to feel authentic to breathe in the beauty around us, to dance and sing. Yet, each day, we listen to inner voices that keep our life small. Yep, it's those inner voices inside of us that drag us down, telling us no, 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 putting guilt and shame on us, and why did you do that? Why did you do this? You're not worth it. You're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. Mm-mm. Yeah, it keeps our life small. We have to change those inner voices and really 
you know, give ourselves accolades and not let let those little negative tapes play in our head. Um, you know, I used to say, when you hear a negative tape in your head, replace it with a positive one immediately. You know, and every time you hear it, remember the positive one that you put in. Because we're, I, ma- we're masters at the negative talk, those little inner voices. I'm going to give you some advice like it's 2015 right now. Okay. Because um, I feel way behind on this. But I yeah. did start listening to Daring Greatly with Brene Brown. Very popular oh, yeah. book. I know most likely everyone's probably either read. I feel like this is like coming to, you know, you're like, have, have you guys, have you seen the original Star Wars? Like, I, I get it. Like, it's, it's way <laughs> out of date. That's how I feel most days with all these quotes. <laughs> <laughs> like. It just—I don't know. Have you have you read Daring Greatly before, Mom, or listened to it? I have listened to it. Yes, I have. It's it's so fundamental, but like so good about like shame and what we shame ourselves into every single day. Yeah. Like this this um, it's it's about vulnerability, um, but right now we're on the shame part, and it's almost crazy the amount of shame, especially well, it's men and women is what we're kind of getting into. Like women are put up against these other standards of being a good mom and being a good woman and being sexy and being a good wife perfect and, and perfect every and way everyone's looking and everyone's judging mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas men though, I found this really interesting and this was really speaking to me was a, it's, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shame in being a man too. And a lot of that has to do with living up to these stressors of being quote unquote successful. Mm-hmm. You know, basically don't be, don't be weak, be strong, mm-hmm. right. be the strongest in the pack, work harder, yep. do what you got to do to get ahead. Yep. And just quote unquote, be a Climb man to the top. Mm-hmm. And I've always had such a struggle with this because I don't feel like I fit into that category. I don't feel like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a very, aggra- I don't know if you've listened to this podcast before. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a very aggressive man. Um, and I don't really. I don't really subscribe to the masculine handbook, if you will. So that's because your mama raised you, right? <laughs> Just saying. Um, and so I never, I don't, I don't know. Like I don't. Uh, it's, but it's. It was a way less stressful than it used to be. But I always had this all this shame of like, why don't I like sports? Mm. You know mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. Why? Am I not? Why don't I have all of these females? You know, like, Mm -hmm. why don't I? All of these, you know, why am I not the best at this? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, like, what what can I do to be better? So I'm not perceived as weak. Mm -hmm. It's all about being perceived as weak for men. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, anyway, if you haven't listened to Brene Brown, um, I do, I'm probably mm, a little under halfway through. Mm-hmm. with daring greatly and i really i really enjoy it i mean vulnerability is really what life comes down to it is and i i think you'd be shocked even me that considers himself a pretty vulnerable person mm-hmm. um listen to this and i'm like damn i really like i can professionally be vulnerable like when the mm-hmm. mic's on you know mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. like my place of vulnerability but it's it's like controlled vulnerability if you think about it. Like I come to the podcast every day kind of knowing exactly what I want to show. Right. Like whereas – And you have complete control. Control over the vulnerability, right? Correct. I'm, I'm in control of the stories that you hear. Yes. Um, and the stories that you share. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I don't 
I think I do an okay job with being vulnerable, but I think we can all do do better a better job at it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's a matter of feeling safe. Yeah. And and comfortable with the people yeah. that you're sharing with. Yep. It's a lot of trust involved here. Uh, just Learning how about trust. you make that mental add that to your like mental checklist of things to to listen to over the next thirty days or so, um, or read. If you're a big reader, I just I can't learn by reading. I'm just I give up on that. <laughs> um, but I really I'm really enjoying something, and, and it seems so cliche. I'm like, okay, be vulnerable, got it. But it's really it's a great book. So. All right, uh, cozy earth sheets. Uh, hopefully, you're going to wash those more than once a year. That's like oh, it's like gosh. it's like having a clean hotel experience in your own home, right? <laughs> um, who no, is it? the hotel sheets aren't even that lovely. No, I'm telling you, these are Mm-mm, they're as no I turn way, around, not even the over, finest hotels. Looking Mm-mm. over my left shoulder right now at my cozy earth sheets because I feel like I need mm-hmm. to get some. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Some motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For this. Uh, Something to look forward to. Well, just motivation to talk about it. Like I get, I get, I'm genuinely a fan of these sheets. I really am. Uh, mm-hmm. Carissa just got hers. I saw her yeah, post on the certified fans exciting. page. Um, it's funny because this product, more than anything that we've you know promoted on on our podcast, has you guys talking more than ever. The passion mm-hmm. behind these sheets is like when I'm glad because I was so excited about them. I didn't realize mm-hmm. how much I needed a good pair of sheets. Yeah. Until I got one, you know, like you don't really realize what mm-hmm. you're missing out on. You just think you're like, oh, okay, it's bedtime, I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these sheets are absolutely incredible, and I'm going to ask certified fans to kind of put some more of their thoughts together about, especially those that have had them for a couple of nights now, you know, or some of y'all have mm-hmm. had them for a couple months, uh, because I want to make sure that you realize it's not just me, and my mom that love them, it's not just Oprah, who's made her favorite things. It's literally like anybody that sleeps on these sheets are like, God, like this is, <laughs> I don't know, you just you feel you just feel so good. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it's not even like, you just like get in the bed feeling like you just, it stays good. <laughs> like, you wake up, it still feels good. You know, sheets sometimes feel good just when you get in, but after like five minutes, you don't think about it. Like I can't stop thinking about these sheets all day, every day. Also, uh, don't forget 40% off, which is their big, they have a semi-annual sale going on right now, which is like 20%. I think that's whack because why would you do that when you can use your podcast code, get 40% off. These are luxury sheets. So they're going to come at a luxury price, but at 40% off and a 10 year warranty, it makes sense to sleep on the world's softest sheets. So cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com. You can go in the show notes as well. Go check them out over there, but go realize why so many people on that listen to this podcast celebrities and even my mom think they're the best sheets ever. Cozyearth.com. Your promo code is Kramer 40 K R A M E R four zero at checkout to get 40% off your sheets or anything cozy at cozyearth.com. Also, this podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy that you can do from the comfort of your home. I frigging love BetterHelp. Um, it's it's like having a therapist that's always there. And that's what I like about it. I don't think I'd talk about that enough. Because, you know, like with your therapist, if you are a traditional therapist, I should say, you, you know, you, you meet with them whatever amount of time, you know, once a week, once every other week, whatever. And... Then you like, how do you get in touch with them? If, like, especially when you're in crisis mode, you need to talk to somebody with better help. You just hop on the app. You can message, you can talk with your therapist constantly. So it's like this in moments of crisis, when you're going through something and you're like, Hey, I know, I know that my therapist can really understand, help me get through this. You got somebody there basically like texting your therapist. And that's to me, like for God's sake, this is like a full program. Y'all it's like 365, like everywhere you like, every angle, you know what I mean? Like, so you have your weekly therapy sessions, you get journal entries that you can do, which I like to do. 
every day. Uh, you can do your, uh, you can chat, like I said, like, like it's almost like texting with your therapist on the app all the time. It's really therapy done well, and I'm a big fan of it. They'll connect you with a therapist in under 48 hours, and it's tr- it's cheaper than traditional therapy. So 10% off your first month, better help dot com slash Kramer B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash Kramer. Go get ten percent off and start working on your mental health. It's great. All right, certified fans, we need two more of you. We need two more people. Who's it going to be? <laughs> Step forward this month and say, you know what? I want to support this podcast. Mom, do you want to explain the benefits that certified fans get? Sure. For only six dollars a month, which helps us tremendously financially. They get to join our Certified Fans Facebook page. They get discounts on merch. They get bonus mama text. They get out. Um, they get a first. They're the first people to hear the broadcast of anything exciting, which we're all kind of anticipating in the next few weeks. And they get a shout out on a show and a shout out on our Facebook page. It is um it just know too that you're also supporting your your podcast, you know? Yeah, absolutely. This and you'll podcast. make great friendships on the Facebook fan. We page. do. Like it just oh, feels it's, it's so just a way fun. for us to honestly stay connected because mm-hmm. right now it's it's one sided. It's really one sided. But mm-hmm. um it's just me and my mom talking to you. But mm-hmm. I think the certified fans Facebook page really kind of makes the podcast come alive. You kind of know it the does. players and we're talking about them and we can have discussions and everything else so anyway it's uh it's six bucks a month i really appreciate it if you have it um you can text the word fans f-a-n-s to 888-Kramer8 text fans to 888-Kramer8 to join we have nobody new today but we're going to spin our wheel of certified fans and find out who our fan of the day is okay it's 365 okay oh. 365 is our certified fan of the day. So today, this lovely episode of Certified Mama's Boy, also a very stressful one, uh, mm-hmm. is going to go to Jacques. Did we say Jacques. it's Jacques? Do we say it was Jacques? We did this last time. Remember? Is it J-A-C-Q-U-E-S? Yeah. J-A-C-Q. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. did we pronounce that right? It's, it's Jacques, though. Jacques, yeah. if we screw this up again, I, we can screw it up once. We can't screw it up twice. <laughs> no. <laughs> like we, we we should know better at this point. You I know? think I think it is Jacques. Or is it Jacques? Oh my god. Um Okay, let me go to howtopronounce.com. I don't want to screw this up twice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's Jack. Oh, it's Jack. Jack. Yeah. Yep, yep. Jack. Okay. We're going with Jack. All Jack right. M. Jack. Actually, I'm gonna change. I'm literally gonna change your name in certified fans just to put parentheses, Jack. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, yeah, it's probably short for Jacqueline, right? Like, mm, yeah, Maybe. but it's Jack. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, Jack M, all the okay. way from San Diego, California. Thank you so much for being a certified fan. It is amazing, and I know we've, we've shouted you out not too long ago. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for being a supporter of the show, Jack M from San Diego, certified fan of the day. Let's give her a whoop whoop, mom. Okay, whoop whoop to Jack. M. We're glad you're here. Thank you, Jack. Also, it's the last day to vote for Podcast Magazine, so please, if you would, text the word VOTE to 888-Kramer8. Text VOTE to 888-Kramer8, and let's see how we do in the podcast charts um, for the month of, especially if you haven't done it so far, if you just would today, especially, and I I, I get Mm -hmm. it. If you vote 10 days out of the month, it's a lot of work, but maybe we could just dedicate one day. If you haven't done it, voted at all. It'd be awesome. Text VOTE, V-O-T-E, 
to 888-Kramer8. It's a super easy one-click thing now, thanks to our buddy Dante. So, all right, Ask My Mom. It's an advice segment that we do on Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you ever want to have a, or if you ever have a dilemma on your life that you need talked out, it's always kind of interesting we hear it from the outside point of view, you know, hear your mm-hmm. dilemma being discussed versus just like the voices in your head, which can get kind of exhausting at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, then just, uh, just go to certifiedmamasboy.com, submit your story on there, and then we... Uh, my mom, I should say, was, you know, has, has been a mom now for 43 years. 42? 43. 43 years. Got some good motherly advice. And then we as a podcast family hop on and try to help you out as well. So, mom. Okay. What do we have today? Dear Mama Nancy, my wife joined a mom's group online and they've also been hanging out in person. I'm all for the group. But since this has happened, life in the household has been a disorganized mess. Most of the women she now hangs with are married to extremely wealthy men and have housekeepers at least every week. Some have them every day. And it seems that my wife is taking on their work ethic and letting our house kind of fall apart. I work my ass off, but will never be in the same financial stratosphere that these women's husband will be in. I am not a caveman who expects her to do everything. I share parenting duties and household chores. Now she goes out three nights a week, never cooks or cleans, and is absent far too much from our six-month-old's wife. How should I handle this situation? Oh, my goodness. I would just tell her how you feel about that. And that is too much. No, she would not like that if you were out three nights a week and then all of a sudden we're not there to help the kid help with the kids or you know hanging out with your buds and not doing whatever you do around the house if you just stopped that no ask her how she would feel tell her that's not working for you <laughs> mom groups get wild y'all mm. they really you know, do they really like, do <laughs> i used to always say this like when i moved to, when i moved to panama city beach um, the most scandalous of women in the clubs would always be married mothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> Out having a good time, away from the kids, away from the hubby. Woo-hoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. I mean, these are always <laughs> these are difficult to me, you know, because. I think that what's happening here, it sounds like it's kind of like a power shift. Uh huh. And I'm just, I'm just like putting this in like my own relationship with my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Like she, you know, got a, got a full-time job finally after 10 years, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I only say that cause she was super smart, like mm-hmm. the smartest, like 10 times mm-hmm. smarter than me. And like, mm-hmm. Did not put that to use at all. <laughs> um, but what, like, what are you supposed to do? Tell her not, like, don't go hang out with your friends. Like, you need to cook and clean. Like, I, I always feel like this dynamic is all is complicated. In almost every person's relationship that I ever talked to mm-hmm. is the dynamic of household chores and who's supposed to be responsible for them at different periods in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that women feel the need to like. At first, you know, you may feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to be a good wife. Again, what we talked about, that pressure of like, I need to be a good wife. I need to be a good mom. I need to which stay at means, home and yeah, clean which and cook. And, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I mean, can you go to her and be like, listen, I don't, I just, I don't think that you should go hang out with these new friends anymore. Like that sounds kind of. No, I think she needs to make that decision for herself, but he says he shares in, in the household duties and with parenting. So it sounds like he's pulling his load. At least he believes so. I mean, can you tell, can you tell your partner you don't want them hanging out with a new group of friends? Uh, well, I think that he could just tell her how exactly how I feel, how he feels that he's never going to be able to, to have, they're never going to be able to have a housekeeper every day or every week and that it's unrealistic. It doesn't work for their life. It may work for the her friends, but not for them. And so they have to work out something because he needs her to not go out three nights a week. My goodness. I mean, can you, but, but again, like, so this is. This is my fear about getting into a relationship because I'm like, what do you like? What do you like? I, I would never want somebody telling me like, I'm just thinking if I made like a good group of like yoga friends and we went mm-hmm. and did class five nights a week or whatever. Just mm-hmm. go with me here. Like, is she just going to be like, oh, you can't do that anymore because you're, you know, you're married. You got to get home and like, meh. It's okay if you're holding up your responsibilities, but it sounds like she's not. She's not so what, what would your recommendation? She's be? not cooking. She's not cleaning. She's not doing her share. I so how just, does he say that? What's what's the wording? Um, I would just say to him, look, since you've joined this mom's group, it seems like all of a sudden now you think we're going to have a housekeeper, which we don't, which we can't, or whatever. And you know, I am I am resenting the fact that now you're gone three nights a week and you're no longer helping out. You're not doing your part in yeah. the house or with the kids. Yeah. Let him know. Let her know that he's feeling resentful. Yeah. Yeah. And then ask her how she would feel. Try to turn the tables. Tell me how that, if you're a mom or a wife, how that would make you feel. Like, is that is that the right thing to do here? 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. Call it. I pay a lot of money for this phone line every month, so... <laughs> So please use it. So use it. I know you're listening right now. I'm talking to you. I know you have an opinion because why would you not have an opinion about this? <laughs> 888-Kramer8. Right. Call us. And that's going to do it for you today, Mom. Okay, honey. Good luck. Love you forever. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't know what your thing is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Do you pray? Do you um, put good vibes in the universe? Do you take a moment just to send, lift somebody? I don't know. I don't know what your thing is. But if you'd like to put some good vibes in the universe today for <laughs> my uh, 
attack situation, I could really freaking use it because I am. Y'all, this has been going on since April. Uh, I'm sorry for cussing on today's show. Hope it didn't upset anybody's children. But like, what? It's crazy. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you for being a part of our show. Love you so much. We'll do another episode tomorrow, okay? Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.